0: Welcome to the Catholic Foodie Show. I'm Jeff Young, your host, the Catholic Foodie, and I'm excited that you're here today. We're going to have a good show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to uh, have Miss Kay Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame on the show in just a bit. Uh, talking food and faith. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, I, I really, I'm not a big, big TV watcher, at least historically, I should say. I have not been a big TV watcher. Uh, lately, I, I have to admit, over the last couple of months, I've really... Gotten into the show, uh, person of interest. Interesting, you know. It's a it's an interesting show. It's it's fascinating to me. And I've, um, you know, the first couple of, of seasons, actually about the first one and a half seasons, um, it was kind of like a cozy mystery for me. You know, if you're into uh, murder mysteries, I mentioned that last show. If you're into murder mysteries, like I am, uh, reading uh, murder mysteries, you know, there's there's a there's a a category of mystery, a type of mystery called the cozy mystery. And those are really my favorite. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of a way to take a break from reality and to enjoy a good story, a good book, and not have to worry about it being too shocking, too thrilling. You know, you don't want to rock the boat too much here in my, my little world. Uh, you don't want it to be, uh, it's not um, like grotesque. You know, there's a lot of murder mystery type movies and books out there that are kind of grotesque, and uh, just that's just a little bit too much for me. I, I want to enjoy uh, the story, and so I like those cozy mysteries, and I have to tell you, person of interest, the first month and a uh, not month, not month, I'm getting stuck in the months here, the first season and a half, to me, was like a cozy mystery. I had my, my characters I really liked, I was getting into the story, it was all really good and fun, and... Um, you know, you got a little bit of violence that happens on the show and things like that. But, you know, for the most part, it's just nice and comfy. Well, then they started messing with my story. You know, and I'm not going to give any spoilers and I don't want you to spoil anything from me either. But I got to tell you, about halfway through season two, all of a sudden it wasn't so cozy anymore. <laughs> and I really, I thought at one point, and I think especially as we got to the finale of season two, I, I was thinking... I don't know if I want to keep watching this. I may be done, you know. But I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot, and sure enough, it seems like the tide has turned somewhat again, and I'm feeling a little more comfortable. So that's enjoyable. So as I, as I was saying though, it led me into this person of interest thing. Is that I really haven't been historically a big TV watcher. I mean, in my adult life, I grew up on television as a kid. I think that's. Why I haven't been so much of a TV watcher. I just, I got it all out of my system when I was a kid, at least I thought I did. <clears throat> but I will have to say that, uh, goodness, it must have been four years ago or so, m- maybe longer. Uh, yeah, I do a, a radio show in New Orleans called, um, Around the Table. And it's a show that I do together with, uh, David Dawson, who is the president of Catholic Community Radio, both in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge. And Monsignor Christopher Nalty, who is a, a priest of the Archdiocese of New Orleans. He's pastor of Good Shepherd Parish and um, the Old St. Stephen Church there on uh, Magazine. And is it Napoleon? I believe it's Napoleon down uh, in New Orleans. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. It's around the table. It's food and faith. It's, it's all good. We talk about current events. We talk about uh, restaurants in the city. Uh, We've done shows on location in restaurants, and then we started doing this. I think it was about four years ago. This show it was been a while, and uh, maybe three. I I, you see I'm terrible with numbers, but we've been doing it for a while. And I remember we first started doing the show. Someone saying to uh, calling us up, talking to us on the phone, whatever it was. Asking if we had seen this TV show called Duck Dynasty, I thought, I mean, when I heard that word, but I heard, you know, dynasty in particular, I'm going back to like the 80s, you know, 70s and 80s with, you know, who shot JR? <laughs> That's where my mind's going. So I'm I'm not thinking this is going to be fun. I'm not thinking that it would be funny. I mean, it was just to me, I had no idea. I'd never saw a commercial. Nothing. You know, I had no clue as to what Doug Dynasty could be about. And the person who was uh, telling us about it kept talking about how they they mix food and faith together and that we would love it. And so I was intrigued. I was like, well, I've got to check this out. And uh, sure enough, I um, I don't know how I started. I don't know if it was on uh, A&E, on the website, or maybe on Netflix. I, I don't recall. But I watched an episode. <laughs> And I just giggled, I think, the whole way through. (laughs) It was so funny. It was one of the earlier, probably season one, you know, and uh, just such, such, so fun. The characters, I mean, the characters, you know, and we, Uncle Si, uh, I love Uncle Si, you know, Uh, but, and I'll tell you, it's reality television, but you see, here's the problem. I don't really believe in reality television. You know, I mean, h- how real can reality television be? And, uh, and that's, that's kind of has been my take. I, I remember studying psychology and sociology and, and not only studying those topics, but studying how, uh, testing is done, you know, how they do testing on, uh, subjects to, or to, to, try to find, you know, to gather data for these research, you know, research and I remember one of my professors making a comment about the fact that anytime someone is being tested and they know that they're being tested, um, it, it kind of, in, in a sense, it, you have to be very careful with the, uh, the results that you get and almost, in a sense, take it with a grain of salt because if the person knows that they're being tested, they're going to behave differently. You know, and it's the same way with, with reality television. I mean, how, how real can it be? When you have a film crew hanging out with you, you know what I mean? It's like how, how real. And I, and I have uh, read interviews with uh, the Duck Dynasty um, crew, you know, I've, I've read about them and I've probably heard things on the radio or on, on TV interviews or whatnot. I know that what they do, at least what they say is that it's not scripted. What they do is not scripted, but it doesn't mean that it's not staged. You know, uh, they are themselves. They don't uh, read or study a script or read from a script or anything like that. However, there are certain situations that are staged and then they just be themselves within those situations. So you can say that there is an element of reality to that and they are really being themselves. However, um, it's really for entertainment. You know, it's really for entertainment. Anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's that uh, that crazy weather we have down here. has got my, my throat. But I will say this. I laughed that whole episode. It was just so fun. It was so much fun and it was just so funny. I laughed the whole time. But I also really was, was touched. I was touched by the fact that at the end of the show, all the family, all of them, right, with their spouses, everybody comes around the table. They pray. They say grace. They thank God for for the food and they ask God's blessing on them and everybody else. And, and then they share this family meal together. And I thought that was just fantastic in a world that we live in today and a, in a media landscape that we live in today where family, just regular, normal family life is completely, um, uh, denigrated. It's, it's just put down. It's, 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 uh, it's like, is treated very badly. I'm, I'm not, I don't have my words today. Where'd I put my words? My words are somewhere around here, I guess, you know, but traditional family life is not looked well upon. It's not really supported and encouraged today the way that it has been uh, historically. So to see a, a, a TV show that's doing this, that's, that's showing, first of all, a family together. And I know they got big beards and they all have kind of crazy personalities, but they're pretty normal, you know? And And on top of that, they're having meals together. They're smiling at each other, even when they may argue at certain part, parts of the show at the end, they, they're, they're friends again, you know? Uh, and then they, what else do they do? They, they pray and they show that on television. They pray. So I have become a fan of the show. I, um, enjoy it. I, I know my, my kids really liked it and, uh, I ended up getting like the whole, DVD set you know all the different seasons and well anyway that was a couple of years ago and now this month as a matter of fact today I actually I'm sorry yesterday the 13th uh, was the season uh, premiere of season 9 of Duck Dynasty so this is kind of appropriate that we're talking about Duck Dynasty today let's listen to the, the uh, preview here of season 9
1: I'm the office manager Oh, no. Mm. Is this
2: what you guys do all day?
1: Uh, Willie's not very good at dodging biscuits, gravy. That's very true. <laughs> no, he's not good at dodging. Whenever you take a break, <laughs> punch out.
0: I don't take <laughs> orders from beardless men. All new Duck Dynasty, Wednesday at 9 <laughs> on any. That's funny. That's funny. And uh, this is going to start playing again. Let's close that out. Uh, so that that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Well, look, I wanted to tell you, I, I do. We are going to have Miss Kay on the show today. Uh, Miss Kay is um, is is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We had a great time talking with her. What I'm going to what what I'm going to share with you today is actually uh, the interview that we did for the Around the Table Food Show. So it's not the Catholic Foodie Show. I'm just sharing that conversation that we had with her here on the Catholic Foodie Show. So I don't want you to get too confused now. You're going to hear David Dawson, president of Catholic Community Radio, and you're going to hear um, uh, Monsignor Christopher Nolte, who is uh, pastor of Good Shepherd Parish in New Orleans. And uh, and you'll hear me. I'm on the show there, too. So it's going to be a show within a show with a guest. <laughs> Kay Robertson is going to join us uh, in just a bit after the break. You know, before we start that off, though, I do want to uh, make a couple of announcements. I can make one now before the break. Uh, I guess it was a, a couple of months back I was uh, asked by um, uh, um, the Couple-to-Couple League uh, for some suggestions for married couples, newlyweds, on you know how to cook together. You know, some tips and some strategies, things like that. So that is out now. It's this month's issue of the Family Foundations, the publication of the Couple to Couple League. You can find it online at ccli.org. You can check that out. Uh, I'm very impressed. I haven't seen a hard copy yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It looks looks really good. Someone sent me a picture of it today. But we do have to take a break, so don't go away. We're going to be back with uh, Ms. Kay Robertson after the break. And you're listening to The Catholic Foodie Show here on Breadbox Media. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the Catholic Foodie Show. I'm Jeff Young, your host, the Catholic Foodie. And uh, before the break, I mentioned the Couple to Couple League, an article that uh, it was really just an interview, not, not an article that I wrote, but an interview. I responded to questions, uh, came out. It's in this latest issue of Family Foundations, uh, the publication of The Couple-to-Couple Couple League, you can, you can find it online at ccli.org, ccli.org. Now, the second thing I wanted to share with you before we, uh, we bring uh, Miss Kay Robertson on the show is that I was just so tickled uh, about a week ago. It was January 5th. I was just so tickled. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, up in Memphis, he is a priest. He's a pastor up in Memphis, Tennessee. His name is Father Mike Workhoven. He and I went to school together. We were in seminary together uh, right around the corner from where I live. It was uh, it's St. Joseph Seminary College. It's part of the, uh, the abbey. There, Saint Joseph Abbey, run by Benedictines, and and we spent a couple of years studying there together. He then went off to major seminary when he graduated, and he ended up uh, becoming ordained, and uh, now is a pastor in Memphis, Tennessee. I love this dude. He is he's is so much fun. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, when when I was invited to lead that pilgrimage to the Holy Land back in uh, February of 2014. Uh, I was told that I needed to to ask a priest to join me. And uh, Father Mike was the first person I thought of as I, I asked him, and thankfully his calendar allowed it, and uh, we went to the Holy Land together. So that was such a treat for me, such a treat. And, you know, Father Mike... Is a foodie. He loves to cook. He loves good food. He can really, he really appreciates good food, and uh, and really does love to cook. And I wanted to share this with you because I, I, it was I was just so tickled, so tickled by this. This was a Facebook post, something that he put up. It was a status, and it's a little bit longer than your regular status. But I'm going to share this with you because I got such a such a kick out of it. He said, spend my day off doing one of those things that makes me the happiest, cooking Cajun, (laughs) making an enormous amount of sausage and chicken gumbo for search training this weekend. Search is a a youth kind of outreach uh, program. I'm going to name this Sixes Havoc Gumbo, everything, because everything seems to fall in sixes. He said, first you make a roux. I use six cups. Three cups of flour, one and a half cups of oil, one stick or half a cup of butter, and one cup, listen to this, listen to this, ah, one cup of duck fat. (laughs) I love that. Man, I wish I could have been there for that. Duck fat. You melt, mix, stir for about 20 to 25 minutes until you get a good milk chocolate roux. I like mine dark chocolate, Father Mike, but milk chocolate's good. That works. Then he says, add in your trinity All right. Now, you got to know what Trinity is down here. Um, See if he says it. I don't know if he says it. Basically, in Cajun Creole cuisine, when they refer to the Trinity, they're referring to onions, celery, and bell pepper. Onions, celery, and bell pepper. So you hear that. That's a common term down here, referring to the Trinity. And they're not talking about the Holy Trinity. They're talking about onions, uh, bell peppers and celery. <laughs> he says, okay, add in your Trinity, six large chopped sweet onions, six chopped green bell peppers, and six chopped stalks, stalks of celery. Stir until all the veggies are covered with a dark goodness being the roux, you know, dark roux. Then he says, add in smoked sausage. I added six pounds. Of mixed goodness, he says, all sliced up into small discs. Two packages of Richard's on two packages of Richard's smoked sausage, and two packages of smoked kielbasa. Man, he just went to town here. This is, this is great. Then <clears throat> he says, add your seasoning, and this is to taste. But just to be consistent, he added six bay leaves, <laughs> six teaspoons of ground cayenne. There you go. There you go. And then six tablespoons of salt. Finally, add in your stock. Of course, what's it going to do? It's six quarts of chicken stock. And then you stir until the roux and the stock are well mixed and smooth. Then bring it to a boil. While the gumbo is coming to a boil, take six chicken breasts, rub them down with seasoning, cayenne, black pepper, white pepper, salt, onion, powder, uh, garlic powder, paprika, oregano, and thyme. Then you add the chicken. Let the chicken breast sit and take in all the spicy goodness until the gumbo comes to a rolling boil. Then you turn down the heat, slice up the chicken, and add it to the gumbo. Simmer until the chicken is white and starting to fall apart. Now, because I'm making so much gumbo for so many, I made another roux. This time darker and added four and no, added in chopped red and yellow peppers as well as okra. I squeezed the little seeds out of the okra and chopped it up so that, that it's not so slimy. It still thickens the gumbo a little, uh, but do, but so does the roux and the filet. I add more chicken stock to the roux and the gumbo filet, which is ground sassafras. We add that it's a it's a aromatic. It's very good uh, in chicken and sausage gumbo. And then add it to the gumbo and stir. Now I got the color and consistency I want. Now let it rest, he says. Gumbo always tastes better the next day or many days later if there's any left over. So put the whole pot in the fridge and on the day you serve, let it slowly heat up and cook for a long time. Adding chopped parsley, chopped green onions that day. Serve over a scoop of good, sticky, long-grain white rice and top with diced green onions and your choice of heat, whether it's Tony's or Louisiana hot sauce or Tabasco. And enjoy the heat on these wonderful winter days. Mardi Gras is only a few weeks away. That's what he says. And I'm just so tickled by this post. I want to give a shout out to Father Mike Workhoven. I love you, my brother. Uh, I I hope to see you again soon. And if you plan on coming down to New Orleans, we got to get together and cook. All right, that's a lot of fun for the Mike Workhoven. All right, now we are going to listen to uh, this interview with Miss K, and we are gonna have to take a break here and there, but I think you're really gonna enjoy this. So let's take a listen. Hey, where you at? Pull up a chair, make the sign of the cross, ask the Lord to bless the food, cause you're with family the table Welcome to the Around the Table Food Show. I'm Jeff Young, your host, the Catholic Foodie, joined today by uh, David Dawson, President of Catholic Community Radio, and Monsignor Christopher Nolte, a priest of the Archdiocese of New Orleans, is en route. You know, he is a priest, and uh, priests have busy, busy schedules, but he is he's on his way to the studio now, and hopefully will be joining us right here uh, on the show. Very, very exciting show today. You know, this show is called Around the Table, and we call it Around the Table for well, a very good reason, you know. Gathering around the table with friends and family is not only something that we cherish; it's something that I think is very important uh, for families. And that's not just something that we made up. I mean, we can look back in Scripture and see from Genesis to Revelation how important food and really shared meals, uh, the important role that shared meals plays in uh, Scripture. God made us for communion, and we experience communion around the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, today. We're very. I'm, I'm very excited, David. Oh, I, I we, am too. Because this is a, a guest
1: we've been wanting to get for a long, long time. time. This show is it epitomizes uh, being around the table, right? I think it does. You I think were, it does. Well, tell us who That's we got. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, and, it, and it's funny because you know, uh, f- when I was teaching high school, I used to have a big old long beard. You know, and that's that's before that's before having big old long beards where it was was in. Now you, you got know? a little bitty beard, and now I got a little bitty beard. But uh, <laughs> these guys, I mean, you know, some of y'all out there probably already can tell what I'm hitting at here. But we have Miss Kay Robertson with us from uh, Duck Dynasty fame, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the family table. Welcome, Miss Kay.
2: Well, it's wonderful to be there. And you know what I just thought about when you were talking about the beards? Yeah. Now, Phil thinks that his beard is normal, of course, and all the all the duck men are normal. But when you get the short, trimmed-up beard, he always says, oh, they got that psychiatrist beard. Psychiatrist
1: beard. I don't know why he
2: thinks that looks like that, but he does. Oh,
1: I like that's that. That's yeah. great. I, I, I guess, uh, Jeff, I'll tell you all my problems later after the show. Okay. 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 Yeah. And you can uh, break out the all this down. Well, I'm thrilled because, Miss Kay, your your show epitomizes everything that we've been talking about. you got a cookbook that's out right now, and I want to talk a little bit about that maybe get a few recipes from you. But uh, uh, I, I just... Uh, you know, the first time I came across your show, it was Monsignor Nalty told me, Dave, you got to see this because these people get around the table. There's no TV. And they and they and they kind of summarize what happens on the show. Mm-hmm. Is that is that something that uh, it's always been even before the show? Where y'all did y'all? always Oh, do that?
2: yes. Uh, when we were uh, for 15 years, Phil's mom and dad lived down here by us in the country. Uh, some of my friends call it the wilderness, that we live in the wilderness. <laughs> but uh, it's just because we live out and we're right beside the Washita River. Okay. And right. so we're that far out. But Phil's mom and dad actually helped, helped us get this place. And they lived about 15 years. And when they did, my kids were growing up, and we always shared meals together, always. And uh, we had a neat thing that, you know, of course, they always said the prayer. Mm -hmm. And then we had, especially Phil's dad, as he was getting older, he would love to talk about something in the Bible during our meal. Mm -hmm. And we we laugh about it now because... um, We always had different things, but then at the end of his, when he was getting really older, he got stuck in Ezekiel, and the boys kept saying, Mama, can you please get him out of that book and get to something else? (laughs) It was so funny. If you could have just heard my boys, it was so funny. Because you know how you get older and you keep, repeating things and all that well anyway we Uh laugh about it now when we recall all the fun times we had at the table with them but uh that was a treasured times and i tell you the generations there yeah of phil's mom and dad and then us and then my boys it, it there was just nothing like it it was treasured times and some of the best memories we had were at the table
1: and and um, I, I guess what part I love is y'all y'all kind of summarize what you were talking about in the show, and then you give it a spiritual aspect, and and it just kind of uh, it. It, it brings it all together, the subject matter and the show, with uh, with um, uh, a little a little bit of heaven there, and I don't know. It just I, I had a great feeling. I remember the first time I watched the show. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious, also. But uh, and we got to take a quick break. You're listening to the Catholic Foodie
0: Show here on Redbox Media. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the Catholic Foodie Show. I'm Jeff Young, your host of Catholic Foodie. And we were before the break, we were listening to that interview, uh, with, uh, Miss Kate Robertson. It was, uh, on the Around the Table, uh, radio show I do in New Orleans and Baton Rouge with David Dawson, my, uh, co-host, along with, uh, Monsignor Christopher Nolte. And let's get right back to that interview.
1: And I don't know, it just, I I had a great feeling, I remember the first time I watched the show. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious also, but uh, at the same time, I didn't feel like uh, my soul was sucked out of me uh, for watching TV, you know, so. uh,
2: Well, you know, one of the neatest things, when when we first started the show, of course... Phil was the most skeptical about it, and when they were talking to him about the show, Mm. they said, we want you just like you are, and Phil held up the Bible. He said, this is part of who I am. Is this going to be in, I mean, are you going to try to separate me from this, because if you are, I'm not doing the show. Yeah, wow. And they oh. said no, we w- we will not do that. Now, you know, they said we still, this is, you know, it's not the 700 Club, so oh, <laughs> you can't just preach all the time out of the Bible, but they said, we love your family values, we love that about your family, and uh, you know, when we told them uh, when they were asking us our traditions and all, well, of course we quickly told them, you know, we all I always uh, had the family at the table and did the prayer. Mm -hmm. And one of the jokes too, was I told him, and I said, and there are no cell phones at my table ever. I mean, I even tell the guests that, which is so funny because Sadie had her partner for Dancing with the Stars here. uh, And when he had the phone out, I just looked at him. He said, (laughs) oh. I know. Sadie told me no phones at the table. I'm so sorry. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's a big deal. I mean, that's uh, you know indicative of the culture that we live in. Uh, we're that's we're right. attached to these uh, to these phones, mm-hmm. and I think some some folks would even say addicted to uh, that constant uh, distraction. You know, and, and and it really does wreak havoc on family relationships. So I, 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 I'm I'm clapping for you right here. Yes. You know that is a powerful thing, and I, I think it's something that uh, that more of us. Should uh, put into practice. Right?
2: Yeah, I think, I really think, as parents, as older people, as we need to tell the children, and I'm talking about teens too, because they're even as bad as, the, you know, the young ones and all that about those, because the little ones, they're either wanting to play games or, you know, all the things they do on it. But that time needs to be no distractions from that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you don't have them in school, they can live without them that long. Right. So they need to live, you know, in a class because you don't pull them out unless I guess they don't do that now. But, you know, it's just so special to be able to talk and, you know, laugh together and, and just discuss things and just be a time where it's just
1: the family. I, th- I think we learn our best lessons. I know I did, uh, being around the table. We didn't have the technology. The TV, the one TV we had was in the other room, so we certainly didn't have that problem. You and I had three channels on it, right? Uh, not yeah, even, yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, actually, I'm from Baton Rouge. We had two. Oh yeah, two so, channels. Yeah, oh, yeah, two so channels. you know, but 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 it's, I remember those days. Right, right, and and uh, you know now restaurants, you go and and and, and TVs are everywhere, yeah, and yeah. so yeah, it's you know it's getting more and more just, uh, distracting of what we really need, you know. But uh, I got to tell you, also, when I'm watching that scene, when y'all are around the table Mm. at the end, I'm drooling. That is some great looking food. (laughs) Now, uh, you cook up a mess of food, it looks like. Um, uh, You know, you do that quite often, even show or not show.
2: Yeah, I do. I, uh, they can't have me cooking all the dishes now right? because I can't, you know, do hair and makeup, get dressed and right. cooking. Yeah, I mean, it's just too much. I agree. I try to contribute at least a couple of dishes to all the meals, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I take a lead on it. But, of course, that's on TV right. at my house. Yes, um, I try to cook as often as I can, and um, but one thing I love about the TV now in our world because our kids are all famous and yeah. and they're all going every which way, mm-hmm. but. The TV at least brings us all back together for family meals with mom and dad. I mean, they're I told him, I said, I never have to worry about my kids meeting in my house because they signed a contract that said <laughs> once a week they're going to have the meal with their family. They have to. They love to come to my house. It's not saying they don't want to come; it's right. just that. But they're pulled every which way nowadays with commitments and things that all the kids are doing, and mm-hmm. even my grandkids. Mm-hmm. You know, they go out and speak now. Did you know that that Even little Mia, who, uh, Jason, Missy's daughter, that they talk about so often with her cleft palate and all the surgery she had and the life she's had, she actually speaks with her mother. Wow. She she has a one-page, and she reads it, and it's so cool, and what she's been through, and she quotes a verse, and at the end... She gets a mic, and she sings a beautiful little song uh, about Jesus, and it's the neatest thing. In fact, there's usually another dry eye when you get through, because uh, that little girl, she's been through so much. And you know what? She said, um, God gave me this thing. So that I could reach other people for him. Oh, it looks like That's how sense. she
1: that's, looks at wow. her. That's the that's the yeah. way it is. You know, we were talking about that when y'all were down for the National Right to Life conference, and 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 uh, uh, talking to to Lisa and Alan and and. and realizing that their story is their Mm. glory. The hardships and the trials that they went to is an amazing, moving story, and that's what makes everything so real. I think more people can relate to that,
2: you know? Well, you know, people have talked about lately, well, what if they find something out about your family? I said... (laughs) There's nothing that I know of you could find out because we've all put it either in there a book is. or we've <laughs> talked about it in a speech. There you go. I said, if you find something else on us, I said, it will be neat. We'll, we'll be something that we've just long forgot. <laughs> in fact, I was speaking at first for some um, girls at Mercy Ministries. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Hmm. Uh, it's a rehab thing for okay. girls between the ages of... Um, Uh, I want to say like 15 through 26 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking to them, um, I actually, in my testimony where I telling something, I recall a problem I had as a young girl and then a teenager that I didn't even remember, or I would have put it in my book. But I said, I guess God's revealing some things that I've forgotten here. But because it would relate to them... I shared it with them, and I told him, I said, we, we cough it all up, we get it all out there, and it's maybe right hard right at first, because it is. I mean, it's embarrassing, different things, but you just get it out, and then the truth's there, and there's nothing better than honesty. Yeah. So when you get it out, and it can help somebody else, then that's what we're trying to do.
0: That's awesome, man. And I have something I'd love to say about that, too. But we need to take a break real quick. So are you going to hang with us through the break?
2: Me? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I I need to freshen up my drink. Can I do that (laughs) and still hold on to the
0: phone? Oh, absolutely. We'll be back in just a minute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) From Doug Dynasty fame, and, and before the break, uh, Miss Kay, you were talking about how uh, you know a number of of, uh, of the family members have uh, you know speak on a regular basis, different events, different different groups, and uh, you know, I was thinking about what we talked about in the first segment here, how important family meals are, and how this is something that y'all y'all have have lived. It's just part and parcel of your family, and it's just so important. And I think you know the the word that kept coming back to me as you were sharing that with us is hope. You know, I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of, of people in our society today, a lot of families in our society today that are that are beaten down. Uh, it that's could be right. any kind of any kind of problems, uh, 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 family problems, uh, personal problems, whatever it may be. Uh, they're really beaten down, and I think I think that they really, really, really are looking for a message of hope. And I, 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 that's what I see on the show. Right. And I think that's what you communicate. Not, not by words, I mean, by words, sure, but not only by words, but also by your actions where we see y'all actually around the table. That mm-hmm. is just beautiful. I had a, this morning mentioned to, uh, on Facebook, uh, on the Catholic Foodie uh, page that we're going to be interviewing you today. And, and Marla Poirier, who is out, if I'm not mistaken, out in California, uh, said one more thing. She says... Tell her, tell Miss Kay, that she is an inspiration to me, and I'd hug her if I could. <laughs> <There> <laughs> so thank you all for that, that message of hope.
1: Well, during the break, Miss Kay, we were joined by Monsignor Christopher Nolte. He's the one that said, you've got to watch this Doug Dynasty show, Dave. And I said, all right. And boy, I was blown away. Monsignor. How are you? Good to be here with you guys. Good to have you back. It's has been good a while. Be, yes, it's 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 been a bit. It's been a bit, and uh, we were gonna when we come back uh, when we were coming back, we were gonna talk a little bit about your cookbook, Miss Kay. Tell us about it.
2: Well, first I want to tell him thank you for watching my show because <laughs> I appreciate that. I really. Do. It's funny that some people in Louisiana don't know about our show.
1: Right? And that would be hard, hard for me to believe
2: because I think well they probably just heard about the Duck Show. They may not have watched it, but um, well, anyway, I hope they. I Watch to, to where they see you pray. About our show, that's great. I hope they
1: watch now, to the end to so they can the see question. you pray. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm old,
1: you know. Uh, well, I mean, then Monsignor Nalty is 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 he's stating that uh, you know he hopes that they they watch all the way to the end because the prayer is the most important part. Mm. So yeah, right. So so tell us about the cookbook.
2: Oh, well, I have two cookbooks, you know. Okay. Yeah, the first one I made, I'm telling you, it was just... um it was so much fun making that cookbook. I've always wanted to do it, but I'm not real organized, so I've had to have <laughs> help, of course. Yeah. But just bringing some of my gran- my grandmother, I called her Nanny, her her uh, recipes to life and Phil's mother, and uh, just ones that I had even made up
0: myself. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to take a break, another break. You're listening to The Catholic Foodie Show here on Breadbox Media. I'm Jeff Young, your host mm-hmm. of Catholic Foodie. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the Catholic Foodie Show. I'm Jeff Young, your host, the Catholic Foodie. So glad that you are here with me today. I want to continue where we left off, interviewing Miss Kay Robertson. This was on the Around the Table show that I do in New Orleans and Baton Rouge for Catholic Community Radio. It was such a joy to uh, uh, to chat with her that day. And I'm looking at the time on, on what we have left. I'm not sure we're going to be able to finish it all today. If not, I'll have to finish up the last couple of minutes, maybe share that with you tomorrow. But let's go ahead and see how much more we can get through here. Let's take a listen. Uh,
2: just ones that I had even made up myself. Mm-hmm. I've used stuff and I just... I call it, I tweak them, I do something, and yeah. I just add my twist to it, you know? Sure,
1: sure. And
2: um, it's, it's just really fun. And I think in my cookbook, what I like about it so much is it's not just the recipes. You get the pictures, you get stories. Right. And things like that. In both cookbooks, uh, I you know, I try to talk and do different things like that. But I was, I, I just... I don't know. It's just a delight for me to be able to do that and have that to just carry on down and and go on. And so funny, because um, one of the funniest things they laughed about in the show was one of the questions they asked me, what if I had to save anything? This was before the cookbook. Mm-hmm. They said, if you have to save anything in your house, of course... Later, I thought, oh, I should have said something, you know, like my Bible or whatever, but I didn't. I said I would get my old little bitty recipe book. Mm-hmm. I mean, box. It's an old tattered box. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the recipes are so old and stained and, and important to me because of just where they came from, when it was, all that. And, and I wouldn't take anything for that box now. Yeah. But to think that if something happened to that box, I've got my book, you know? <laughs> so that really helps me. Now, I want my original ones because they mean something to me. Sure. But just to have my book to go back to is wonderful.
1: Well, it's so nice to hear about it. Can you tell us what some of your uh, favorite recipes in there are? What are the ones that you get the most uh, applause for?
2: Well, of course, I have a easy biscuit recipe, and it actually came when Phil went off to duck. Uh, place he was hunting in Texas and and this old woman there made these quick biscuits and he said, well my wife Kay can make uh, really good biscuits but they're hard you know it's a pretty big <laughs> process and she said no give her this one. Everybody needs an easy one too yes. So when I make this nobody believes I'm actually make biscuits and you sprite. Right. Oh, wow. I've up heard of that. Yeah. The, as the yep. liquid in my in my quick wow. biscuits, oh. and they're so delicious. I told Phil they're like they just you just put them in your hand and they float up to the <laughs> right. ceiling.
1: Oh. they're so
2: they're so light.
1: <laughs> Do you have that recipe handy with you now?
2: I can give it to you. I in a would
1: love it. Yeah, that would be fantastic. You want me
2: to give it to you right now? Yeah. Sure. Can you? Yes. Okay. Of course I can. Great. Um, now, and this, now, you know, most of my stuff is homemade, homemade. This is a little extra that's not, but <laughs> okay. it's okay. Sure. Because sometimes you need quick. Right. You don't need the long go-through. You need a quick recipe, and that's okay. Sure. But this one is, I use Pioneer, two cups of Pioneer biscuit mix or original mix. It's just a... You know, the flour and already got that stuff in it. So you need two cups of that. Right. And this is for a small pan. I never use this. I always double it. Okay. But um, two cups and one cup of sour cream. Mm. And you can use locale or regular sour cream. And then it is a half a cup of either the Sprite or the 7-Up. But here's how you do it now, in the meantime, I have my skillet, either the bigger one or the small one. this mm-hmm. would be the smaller one, mm-hmm. uh, iron skillet, and I put about a half a stick of butter and melt it in there. okay, and what you do is you take wax paper or if you have a pastry thing, I don't know or you some people can just use it on their counter, however you do it, mm-hmm. but you just put some more when you when you mix that up, you put the the two cups of. Um, Pioneer mix Mm -hmm. and then the cup of sour cream. And I use a pie blender. It just but you can do it with your hands. Okay. Hey, if you don't have it, like I say, they did it at a, oh, I'm sorry. That's bobo. I have duck, I mean dog <laughs> problems. So maybe they'll get out. Uh, and you just do it with your hands and squeeze, like you're squeezing it up. Now, Missy has trouble because she said she doesn't like getting her hands She doesn't like, butt. I noticed that on oh, well, the show. Right. That's what like. happens when you cook. <laughs> and then you right. pour that, after you get that mixed in, you pour that liquid in there. Do it again like that and then you're just forming a ball. Okay. But it'll be a wet ball, but then you get it on that. You just pour out some biscuit mix on whatever you have, the wax paper or whatever, mm-hmm. or the pastry sheet. And you put that, and you make that ball, and you kind of just get get it where it's covered. And, it's, and then I don't even roll it out. I just pat it out, pat it out with my hand. And then you just take a top of a jar, or if you had a cutter, you know, they mm-hmm. can cut biscuits, Right. and you just cut those out, and then you just, when you put them in that melted butter in that skillet, you just put a, one side on the butter, flip them over so the other side, so both sides are buttered, mm-hmm. and then you put them in there at 375, bake them up, they melt in your mouth.
1: Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Now, the Sprite, when you add the Sprite, it doesn't good. matter, it doesn't have to be flat, right? You just add it to it? What? The, the spray. When you add the spray to it, it doesn't have to be flat. You just, you know, it have to I just open, open lift them up. one and do oh, it. Right. I
2: really like the twist out because that way you don't waste. But like I say, I never make biscuits for just small. I, mm, I, I always bet. double it every time I make them. My grandkids, my little Mia, who's so skinny and tiny. Mm. She can eat five biscuits. <laughs> she can. I've seen Jason eat about, oh, I can't Not if you I put mean.
1: sausage in between each one of them. I don't think she thinks she could. I'm telling
2: then Phil makes the jelly. He makes homemade jelly, like Ooh. mayhaw jelly, mm, or May-ha. grape jelly, blackberry jelly. Right. He does that. So then I'm making the biscuits. He's got the jelly he made in the spring. So it's a complete deal here.
1: Yep.
0: Wow. I love it. love The it. family around the table. That is that's fantastic. It. That's what Get we do. the family in the kitchen, too.
1: Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's, I've, seen, know, that, that's I've seen that uh, before, too. And you're right. It looks like Missy doesn't want to get her hands uh, uh, dirty. But uh, it looks like you guys are having a good time in there. A lot of times I see you on the show, and you're covered in flour and just having a blast. So uh. That's
2: right. Well, well, you know, I'll tell you this, because I know y'all will love to hear this. Hmm? Because... Um, y'all love God. Mm -hmm. And Phil, in his prayer, he will always, you know, share the gospel before he finishes. He'll always, not that they always put it, but he always tells such beautiful things about Jesus in his prayers, you know. And I think there's no way... That I wish that everybody could hear the whole prayer, but they can't because they don't put it on. I but see. guess who does hear it every time? A film crew. Oh, and a lot of those right. people don't know Jesus. You and go. you know what? What a wonderful thing for them to hear week after week after week.
1: That's a way that's to awesome. evangelize. That's awesome.
0: Beautiful. Uh, well, Miss Kay, uh, we are wrapping up. We're almost at the end of the show. Uh, it, just a, a parting question for you. Um, let's, let's say that someone is, is watching the show and they, they see the, the value, the beauty, really, of family meals around the table, but their own lives are just uh, jam-packed with, mm-hmm. with different activities. They find a hard time to, to get around the table with their family, and they're looking for some advice. What would you tell them?
2: Well, even if you can't do it daily, just make a special time to do it. And you know what i found out, too? Mm. When we go to a restaurant and eat, and they see our family all praying together, no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. And when my little granddaughters each just touch each other, either hold their, each other's hand or they touch each other's shoulder, to me, it is so sweet because we take that with us, even if we're out somewhere. hmm you mm-hmm. know how special that is? And it doesn't worry, you know, that, oh, everybody don't want to do that or you can't hear. It's just special wherever you go. So you can take it with you. Sure. That's but right. I'm telling you, you just have to plan for those times. And even if you're complete family, just do it with what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, we fight for time together except for the TV because I might be trying to have all my kids down, and they can't all get here at the same time. But right. just do it with who you can. That's right. Just and, yeah. make it special. It's so simple. And it's just tell them to put the cell phones up. Yep. <laughs> They're not welcome at the
0: table. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Case. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and, and just God bless you. God bless your family and all that wonderful work that y'all do.
2: Well, God bless all of y'all. And I'm so glad that you had me on. Thank you so much.
1: All right. All right. God bless.
2: All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well,
1: all right. Ms. Kay Robertson. That was awesome. fun, wasn't it? Awesome, awesome. Yeah, usually I'm the one trying to bring the faith in. and yeah. she, She's doing a better job than me. I just <laughs> shut up. Let her do the talk. Well, she, uh, she
0: even talked about the Bible.
1: Right? She did. Absolutely. <laughs> Word of God. There you go. Absolutely. That's wonderful. <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, uh, we are really at the end of the show. So, Mm -hmm. Monsignor, will you please give us a blessing?
1: The Lord be with you. And And with your spirit. spirit. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. See you next
0: week. All right. And that... Around the Table is a production of Catholic Community Radio. that, my friends, is... Around the table. <laughs> and we're getting close to the end of this show, too. Uh, I, I'm so glad I was able to bring that interview to you today. Um, and, and, you know, it was not on purpose. Uh, I totally did not uh, know that the, the the season premiere of uh, the you know, season nine of Duck Dynasty was last night. It did not occur to me. Um, I really have not been... Uh, watching a whole lot of television the last couple of weeks, uh, even my person of interest. I have just haven't had the, the time to do it. Um, but this is appropriate, you know. And again, what do we do here at the Catholic Foodie? The whole point behind this is to try to inspire and encourage families, you, families, friends, To get back in the kitchen Get around the table That's what it's all about That is what it's all about So I want to thank you again For listening to The Catholic Foodie Show Uh, I am Jeff Young Your host The Catholic Foodie I'd love to hear from you By the way You can always call And leave voice feedback Questions Comments Suggestions Whatever it may be By calling 985-635-4974 985-635-4974 I'd love to hear from you And uh, until next time Bon Appetit